Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Saleo Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. With your news now on WHBY, I'm Terry Kabari. Nina officials say an apartment unit that caught fire over the weekend did not have working smoke detectors. The batteries had been removed from the apartment along Marathon Avenue. Assistant Fire Chief Adam Dorn says that can be a life-threatening situation. If this was at night, every smoke detector counts, no matter what time of day it is, right? But if this was at night and more, more of those smoke detectors were not working, it could have been tragic. A 19-year-old woman and an infant were rescued from that burning unit. Anina zoning ordinance change pulled from the planned commission agenda for today has been adopted by other municipalities in the Fox Valley. The ordinance amendment would have removed language requiring a three-quarters vote by Nina Common Council to approve zoning changes where at least 20% of neighbors have signed a petition of opposition. That requirement derailed a zoning change for the Shattuck Middle School site to allow for a high-density housing project back in December. The supermajority rule was once required by state law, but that measure was repealed in 2018. Oshkosh and De Pere have been cited as municipalities that have since removed it from their own zoning ordinances, and Nina officials say this was in the works even before the Shattuck school vote. Nina Mayor Jane Lang has issued a statement saying that the ordinance change will not be considered again anytime soon. Oshkosh Defense files a bid to protest. After losing a major military contract, the Pentagon decided last month to go with AM General to continue making the joint light tactical vehicle starting in 2025. According to a news release, Oshkosh Defense believes the government did not properly review the financial, technical, and manufacturing capabilities offered to select the best value and lowest risk solution to deliver the JLTV. The extension of the JLTV contract would have been worth $8.7 billion. The bid protest was filed with the Government Accountability Office. Voters in the Seymour School District will not have the expected referendum on the ballot next month. The district was going to ask residents for $12.5 million above the state-mandated revenue cap over the next three years, but failed to get the proper paperwork to the Outagamie County Clerk's Office before the deadline. Administrator Kelly Bone says that will require them to make some difficult choices in their 2024 budget. We had a number of retirees this year. That will allow us to be able to move forward without layoffs. But we will be looking at some reductions in programming not related to student programming. We also have a, a, a nice fund balance, which I'm sure we will utilize in part to help us get through until we go back in front of the voters. The Seymour School District did meet the deadline to get the question on the Shawano County ballot, but that will be removed. The next time the district can go to referendum will be in February of 2024. The Fox City's Performing Arts Center unveils its 2023-24 Broadway show lineup. Among the shows coming to Appleton will be Pretty Woman, the musical, Beetlejuice, Les Mis, Clue, Tina, the Tina Turner musical, and Moulin Rouge. PAC President Maria Von Lannen expects plenty of interest. I think what's always exciting when we're getting ready to enter into a new season is how we engage the community in meaningful conversation. And we're going to be exploring the many elements around identity through the arts. And so I'm really looking forward to seeing where those conversations lead. 
Tickets for the 2023-24 season are now on sale. A new plea hearing is set for a Sheboygan Falls woman accused of killing her son and trying to kill her other son. Natalia Hitchcock will enter pleas to first-degree intentional homicide and attempted first-degree intentional homicide on April 3rd after pleading not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect back in November. According to the criminal complaint, Hitchcock strangled her 8-year-old son and tried to drown her 11-year-old son last March. She allegedly told police someone was controlling her mind and she'd been poisoned. Hitchcock faces up to life in prison if convicted. A Green Bay man who kidnapped, raped, and set a woman on fire will continue to pay restitution through his prison wages. The state court of appeals denies a claim from Juan Nieto that a Brown County judge did not have authority to garnish his wages and personal personal cash gifts. Nieto was ordered to pay $258,000 in restitution to his victim, with 50% of any money he made used for that purpose until released on extended supervision. The appeals court pointed out that Nieto had previously lost a challenge to that requirement and therefore could not sue again. Federal funding of Wisconsin's Office of School Safety is expected to end later this year. That has led Attorney General Josh Call to ask the state for a long-term investment to keep the office in place. What we would like to see at the end of this process is funding for 16 full-time positions in our Office of School Safety. And that's what our budget request would result in if it were fully funded. Call is seeking $2.2 million from the state for the OSS, but that is about $1.2 million more than what is included in Governor Tony Evers' budget proposal. Governor Evers has proposed more than $362 million to support child care programs as part of his state budget. The governor says child care centers are challenged, finding, and hiring staff. If we want to have, you know, we, people don't work in child care for free. There's a cost there. The facilities, there's a cost there. So there are all sorts of costs that have to be assumed. Republicans on the legislature's budget committee intend to strip the governor's budget down to base, meaning much of what he's proposed won't make it into a final two-year spending plan. Candidates for Wisconsin Supreme Court will debate on Tuesday, March 21st. Reporter Bob Haig has more. It could be the only face-to-face meeting between former state Supreme Court Justice Daniel Kelly and Milwaukee County Circuit Court Judge Janet Protasewicz prior to the April 4th election. The two candidates will participate in a traditional debate format, including opening statements and timed answers and rebuttals, as well as closing statements. The debate scheduled for 12.45 p.m. on the 21st at the Wisconsin State Bar Center in Madison, organized by the State Bar, with Politics and WISC-TV News 3. Bob Haig, Wisconsin Radio Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.